I'm really, really tired today. Why? I don't know. Like, I stayed up until, like, 8 this morning, and then I slept until about, like, 2.45, almost 3-ish. I got up, watched some cartoons, ate some breakfast, and that was it. That was my entire day. I've literally done fucking nothing. Oh, I showered. Oh, that's good. And I'm still fucking exhausted for some reason, though. Huh. Maybe it's all the excellent government drinks. I mean, I'm staying as healthy as I possibly can. That's true. Drinking every day. Drinking the good hydrated, stuff. Hydrated, man. I gotta stay hydrated. That's true. Right? That's important. It is. But yeah, I should be welcoming you like this. Dave, come on down. Fuck yeah. There it is. All right, we got it. Save that. Save that for them. I'm, uh,. I'm like, I don't know the announcer's name. Drew Carey and whoever. Bob Barker? I'm one of those guys. Yeah. Bob Barker, right? He was. No, but there's like a guy who like announces the contestants. I don't know that guy's name. Oh. Okay, who knows? I'll just be the showcase hot girl thing that like waves at the prizes. I'm that. A thing? Hmm? You could you could be Drew Carey and Ralph will be the announcer guy. That's our Price is Right dynamic here. Okay. Oh man, I I uh I dug up my Nintendo Wii today. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. But I found out that my brother sold all the games. Oh, Those shit. Motherfuckers. God damn it. <laughs> so I have to I'm gonna go to the exchange tomorrow and probably bottles, which is cause it's next door, and get some used Wii games and some fancy craft beers. And then play some fucking Wii tomorrow. It's going to be good. Wait, there's a used game store next to bottles, you said? The exchange, yeah. It's like used everything, like CDs and all that. Oh, shit. I was just pulling the back at bottles. I never bothered going by the Kinko's there, so I don't know. I know there's like a head shop over yeah, there. Yeah, it's like right there next to that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's cool. Should, I should go check it out. Yeah, sometime. you should. Maybe you find some cheap Switch games there. I'm going to find so many awesome CDs from like 30 years yeah. ago that I only remember one song of. That's going to be Don't awesome. even have a CD player anymore. I have many a CD player. I oh, just good. have a, a desktop computer that I can burn CDs on in my car. I'm out of date. I guess my desktop and car shit. also play CDs. Yeah. But I don't usually. But I will play Wii. Fuck yeah. Going to play those old Zelda games. Nice. Are you are you excited for your switch? Are you still Is it is that why you're so tired? Is cuz you couldn't sleep because you're waiting for your switch? I'm so excited. The anticipation's killing yeah, me. That's man. awesome. You're finally getting a switch. Switch light. I should be clear. Yeah. Damn it. Fucker. Goddamn Urgh. scalpers. Hey Ralph. Oh. What's up? What's up? All right. How's it going? Just setting everybody up. Chris is ready. Uh you just want me to hop in the podcast voice chat. You still invited me to? Yes. Why, well, yes. Donnie, let me know when you're ready. You, you set? Yep, I'm ready. All right, and here we go. Hey, everybody, you're listening to Giraffes Have Black Tongues. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. 
And today we're doing our very special 100th episode. We're very happy about this, you know. It's taken us a long time to get here. We've had some very interesting episodes about comics and just we've had some very special people on. So we're going to do what every show does. We're going to do an updates episode. We're doing one of those things just for you guys. So you guys can know how everybody's doing, especially during these times during the virus where you're like, man, I wonder if this guy is either dead or if he's doing fine. Um, So that's pretty much where we are here. How is everybody doing, by the way? Oh, yeah, you know, same old thing. I'm ready to to learn where are they now. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so an, highly anticipating this. Speaking of where are they now, our first guest is going to be our very own wrestling aficionado and horror movie expert, Christopher Phillips. All right, hold on. Let me play that theme. Come on down. All right, I'll take that out. All right. <laughs> Only the finest here at Jurassic have That's right. <laughs> I mean, that was one of my own entrance music, so it was perfect. <laughs> I mean, CBS technically owns the rights to that, so... Yeah, we only Not play like a few yours, but you, you know, <laughs> you only play like a few seconds of it. I'm just pretend it's mine. That works. So, Chris, how you been? How are things since we've last heard from you? Well, things for me are pretty good overall. Okay. Okay. Why? I bought a house, had a daughter. Oh shit! You know, just yeah, <laughs> big big life things happening, but you know. I don't know. I'm the wrestling aficionado, and I hate wrestling kind of right now. So that's what uh, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard I've heard that a wrestling has kind of broken away from you a little bit. Um, could you tell us why? It's just bad. Just bad, bad content right now. It's just not. It's not fun to watch. It's like a job, and there's so much of it. You just got to find the stuff that you like. I do watch. I watch like AEW now. WWE's pretty much unwatchable to me. At this point, so and why do you feel it's unwatchable? Just because the content's just not where it needs to be. Like, uh, do you feel like just everything's wrestling's just falling off altogether as a whole? Like, what is your biggest gripe? You feel like I, I just don't find it entertaining. I mean, a lot of it's just cut and paste. It's like, all right, this guy has a match with this guy, and the next week this guy beats this guy, and it's like just it's not entertaining. I mean, like there's no twists, there's no turns. There's hardly like story to it. It's just like, it's like they're phoning it in. At least that's WWE to me, at least. So I don't like being negative about it. I've been watching AEW and they're doing some good things. Now, you know, I was going to ask you about that. The AEW, do you think it's going to be like the next big thing? Do you think it's going to take down the WWE or do you think it's just going to be a separate entity and we'll never truly get rid of the WWE? I think WWE's losing ratings as it is. I think Vince is going to pass eventually, and then they'll sell to Saudi Arabia or Disney or Fox or somebody. And Dear God, I hope it's Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse owns the rights to a SmackDown. That'd be amazing. Like, yeah, every... Once in a while, they'll sell stock off, and I'm, I'm not smart enough to understand how all that stock stuff works, but I do know that they're Selling away their ownership. Gotta pay for the XFL somehow. Yeah, I was really stoked for the XFL. I really liked it when it was happening. They were saying that Vince 
put the XFL into bankruptcy so that he didn't have to pay anything while COVID was happening. And he's actually trying to buy the XFL back out of bankruptcy or whatever. And maybe, so maybe it might come back. We'll see. I think, I mean, that would be a very smart idea. Now, uh, Mrs. McMahon, as you know, has gotten uh, some new, some, a new job title via Donald Trump. That's not most recently here, actually. And uh, I think it's kind of interesting because uh, aren't they, like, really good friends, actually, in real life? Like, aren't they, like, besties? Uh, yeah, I believe they have some kind of relationship. I know Trump's in the Hall of Fame, and they ran some early WrestleManias at Trump Tower back in the day. So, I mean, they're, they've been intertwined for a while. Okay. And then, I mean, there was the whole thing where like, they made some big donation to Trump's campaign, and then all of a sudden, WWE's an essential business in Florida after they originally weren't. It's just stuff like that happens that I'm sure are favors, but that's probably just speculation on my end. I don't know. I'm not there. Do you agree that it's essential? <laughs> I mean, it gives me something. Well, I don't, I'm not watching WWE, but AEW is in the same boat, and it gives me something to watch. It probably isn't essential, <laughs> but I mean, I don't make those decisions. I just that know, was just the hardest hitting question we've ever had on this. That's right. <laughs> now here's a harder one. What's more essential, uh, wrestling or baseball? Oh, wrestling. I don't like baseball. <laughs> <laughs> if I need to nap, I cut on baseball. If I... baseball I thought you were going to ask wrestling or UFC, since those are both partic- or happening. No, just baseball to piss you off. Now, <laughs> let me ask you this. Besides besides the fact that they both Vince McMahon and Donald Trump are best friends and like uh, well-done steaks with ketchup, which makes them a sadist, the fact that Linda McMahon is the administrator of a small business, how does that make you feel? What what do you think she actually knows about small business to give her any right besides the fact that she probably just is like I said like knows Donald Trump like what what gives her like any like action to be in charge of that I don't think any hardly anybody in his cabinet's qualified to do anything is she even still that position I thought she left that position a while ago she I know she was, oh, let's originally see. was in there but Let's I mean, either way, up. to answer your question, I, I that, she's probably one of the better qualified people because she's actually been in a business. But it's actually funny; she just recently left. You are correct; she did recently leave. But I, I feel like she's like running something for his campaign, though. I feel like she's still working with him. I don't think it's just in his cabinet or whatever anymore. Well, you know, they, they have millions of dollars. They Especially when it comes to his next campaign, they're going to be donating heavily to him. Yeah, can, we, can we talk about how he spent like a million dollars on those You Ain't Black t-shirts? Because that is, I'm dying over that whole Joe Biden, You Ain't Black, if you're voting for Trump thing. Like, Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't even hear about this. Could you elaborate for us a little bit? Like, you're, not, you're, you're not black now, Ralph. Yeah, I'm not black, apparently. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so... Biden was on, um, oh, what's the, what's the talk show, the, the rappers, Breakfast Club? Uh, Chance the Rapper. Um, no, yeah, he was on the, no, bre- Chance, was on the or, Breakfast uh, Club. Charlemagne, Charlemagne King. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. him. And that's he, uh, he told him that, there because he was pushing them on like his past record and stuff, and he told him that, look, look, you ain't black if you're, if you're voting for Donald Trump over me or whatever. 
And it's just this old white guy trying to tell black people they're not black for making an independent decision. You know? <laughs> it, it's like this is his struggle. <laughs> yeah. This is this like this is like why like Biden is the worst choice because it's just, it, it kills me. But anyway, so then Trump and their campaign spent like a million dollars to make t-shirts and they're selling $30 t-shirts to say I'm not like I ain't black or whatever. And they're trying to market them to the like, black people and that support Trump. And it's hilarious. And then the memes with it is it's just awesome. And I don't know. I hate it because I'm not a Trump supporter. But it makes me feel like one because I just I, I don't like Biden. That actually made me support Biden more because like I'm tired of Trump shit, but at least he's like funny at first. But now it's like old. <laughs> but like now Biden's funny. So maybe it's worth it. It's like the yeah. worst kind of funny, though. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. they would I like it, though. I, they would be funny to me if they weren't running for either they weren't president or running for president. You know what I mean? Like Kanye's hilarious. I love Kanye, but he's not making important decisions for me. You know what I mean? Like that's. Oh, could you, could you imagine like, Oh my God. Like I love outrageous personalities. I love train wrecks. I love all that stuff. But like for his entertainment, that's not like my politician. You know, Chris, Biden might be onto something. He did stop a gang member named corn pop (laughs) from the local, from the local swimming hole. You know, like he, well, he did, he knows about gang violence. So, I mean, let's, yeah. He knows a little something about black people. Yeah, I know. I don't know where I got off thinking he didn't yeah. know everything about black people. I hope he drops the N word the next time he's a guest. <laughs> just like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> just that's, like that's to do it friendly. Yeah. yeah. He's got to, he's got to take it back. He's taking it back like Porch Monkey. Oh. <laughs> no, it's just like I, he he needs to use the the A version of the N word, not the ER one. Just like he's trying to be your friend. I, yeah. I want to see him do that. I think that that'd be funny. I, yeah, see, this is what I hate. Lot. It's the stupid shit like that that I hate about Trump. But Trump is such a bully and stupid shit like that makes me laugh so hard. Like when you told me about that shirt, I genuinely enjoyed it, and I'm like, I hate that I enjoy stuff. Mm-hmm. Even when he tweets stuff, it's fucking funny, and I hate that I enjoy it because he's like a. 16 year old fucking bully and it's it's fucking hilarious like or when he did the thanos thing the, the finger snap i mm. genuinely enjoyed that i was like this is fucking i was like this is ridiculous like who the i don't know who he gets for his team but you know like for his campaign team but it's it's legit it's legitimate and i hate that i enjoy the stupid shit he does yeah i think when he first got into office it was great it was, it's funny you know but he really fucked up this pandemic thing Oh no, he did a terrible job. Yeah, yeah that, then it's like, okay, I'm tired of this now. But uh, up up till then, it's like, eh, whatever. It's funny. What difference does it make? So uh, let's uh, let me ask you. I know you've been. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the, your little one. How how old? Well, you're gonna put me on the spot like that, huh? I mean, we gotta we gotta get these yeah. updates here. You don't remember the birthday of your child? No, I, she's like 19 months, I think. It's just she's still at the age. Oh, where dude, that's it's like, one. That's not, well, you only need a couple okay. months. Well, yeah, you, don't, you don't have a kid, so I'm not going to take your advice on how I'm supposed to decide how <laughs> hey, old my child is. Hey, Listen, sure. when, I, when I do have a kid, a if kid it's once. one, yeah, I say, if it's one, it's one. I'm not going to add all the other months, because then I'm going to, I'm going to do what you did. I'm going to be put on the spot, and then I'm going to go, uh, uh, no, you know. Like, just, it's fatherhood, not math, goddammit. <laughs> like, up to, like, make two, it I think. It needs to be. Up to, like, two, I think I have to convert it into months, and after two, it's like, yeah, it's it's however a year. So. But no, she's nineteen months. I th- I think, and she's a uh, she's she's fun. It's it's fun watching 
her develop into like a person because they like, like start off and babies are just kind of like I, I sleep and I eat and then you change my diaper and then now it's like we're not having conversations yet but you, she she gets things and like she understands things and it, it's really awesome what do you think now you know obviously I've known you for a long time you've dealt with a lot of challenges in your life what do you think the most challenging thing about being a parent is you know I don't know shit about being a parent. Obviously, none of us do. Um, you know, I've had, you know, I've taken care of my siblings when they were younger, but even then I've had assistance from an actual adult. So, like, you know, what do you think the hardest part about being a parent is currently? I mean, I don't know. Like, I've wanted to, to have a kid for a few years now. So I was I was ready mentally, but it's kind of just, like, putting them before you it's it's like any relationship though you just gotta have that patience and understanding and you gotta communicate with whoever's helping you raise it i don't think it's like overwhelmingly hard i mean daycare is obnoxious that's probably the worst part is, if is it really have, if you have to pay daycare like i pay like six hundred dollars a month for daycare and Whoa. that's in-home daycare so it's it's cheaper than like going to a daycare you know what i mean so Oh yeah, of course, of course. It, it's, it's obnoxious, and I'm sure it's relative to like like the money's relative to like the area. But here, that's like I would have so much more money. I'd have better magic decks. <laughs> Just have your magic cards. Watch your kid. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Light Steel Colossus has got your back. It's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's indestructible, Ember. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. You know, and I'm surprised. You know. I now I know my sister. She had somebody watch the kids that she that they had their own like daycare business. I'm surprised you guys don't know anybody like that. You guys know so many people, but I'm sure the prices wouldn't be that much different. I don't know how expensive daycare actually is. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, we have in-home daycare, and we pay like 150 a week to take her to somebody's house. Holy God! And that's cheaper than the what you'd pay i think you pay like two something the three at a week at other daycares like when we were we were like scouting out daycares they're like yeah and people just get their tax return and they just pay like six months at a time and it's like that's normal and it's it's outrageous to me that like that's the normal thing is like it, it's like anything like they don't care but like they want you to go to work and then pay this outrageous debt and it's it's ridiculous but it's a rough place because like her mom works my mom passed away. My, both of our grandparents are too old. So, you know, it is what it is. You just have to find daycare. You have to make it work kind of thing. But, yeah. But yeah, that's like the thing that I hate is like, is this daycare. <laughs> it's expensive. It's less time you get to spend with your kid. You know what I mean? You got to go to work and you don't get to see them until like come home from work, eat dinner, they go to bed. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Good Killing talk. Good talk. Today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel like every moment they're still breathing, you're killing dad stuff is what <laughs> I think the the general rule for parenting is, is as long as they are still breathing and they don't have a disease of any kind and they're not dying, you're killing it in the parent department is what I can assume. Yeah. And that's something else about parents, which it's it, parenthood. That's something that scares me. It's like when she gets into an adult and like gets hooked on drugs, but it's I my mean, job. It's my yeah. job to do the best I can before that. You know what I mean. So she doesn't yeah. make those choices. So like that's like that's something else too. But you know, life is random. Um, I like I said, I don't have any kids. I'm not an expert, but if you do everything you can, no matter what happens, there's certain things that are out of your control. 
either it's going to be great or it's going to be terrible. But it's a ride. It's a ride. It's life. Life is All an right. experience. So right. whatever. At least you did what you could either way, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. What has it been like for you during the virus? Like, how, you know, how has it been affecting you and how do you feel about it? Like, you know, now I remember when the virus first happened and I got like tipped off about it. I was talking to you guys, you and Richard about it. And I started panic shopping a little bit. We took the high. Mary's like, we have class. We're not going to take all this toilet paper. I'm like, oh, okay. Meanwhile, we have like thousand pounds of food in our cart. I don't know. She's psychotic. But what was the first? When did you really feel like it was a thing and not just like, oh, we could possibly get sick? You know what I mean? Probably the week before we went on lockdown in Ohio. And that's just because my wife was nervous about sending our daughter to daycare and i have i'm lucky enough to have the option to work from home so i just decided i was going to work from home and we've been working from home ever since so that was like mid-march um and she's been we've been we've been had like stocked up on canned goods and we've had you know uh toilet paper and whatnot i mean we weren't ever gonna go low on toilet paper just because like when we because we moved here like the month before and her aunt actually bought us like a bunch of toiletries just as like a housewarming present. So we already had like a stock of it. So that was cool. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's been rough working from home because I've been doing babysitting and working at the same time. And it, some days are rougher than others. Like we've, we've been slower at work. Uh, It's been, it's been getting done. I haven't had a haircut since beginning of February. I haven't shaved since then. So I don't look like D. Stu with a amaz- amazing beard yet, but it's the longest my hair's been probably ever. Oh yeah, me too. And I I know they're open back up, but I don't personally want to go right away. That's just me. I'd rather wait it out a little bit. I look like a caveman, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> We're in the land of uh of maybe barbers happening. If someone makes fun of somebody, in my opinion, about their haircut during these times. That's like teasing 9-11, and I will punch you. If you're like, oh, you look like shit, you're getting headbutted from Ralph Ragoza. So I'm just I'm just telling our fans out there, okay, people people need to look fresh. It's not their fault. We're in the times we're in. I just shaved all mine off. It's the shortest it's ever been for me. I like it now, though. It's cool. But my brother and I both did it, so it looks like we're starting some sort of brotherhood. So it's Uh-oh. not great. <laughs> <laughs> See, I used to just buzz my head. That was just what I did. I was because I hated like trying to style my hair and stuff. I was sure. just like shave it off. But then I I got an office job a couple years ago, so I was like, well, I need a little more professional haircut. Right. Yeah. So now I'm just at the point. I was like, well, I have an excuse. So I'm not even gonna groom my my head. We'll just see what it looks like. All right. Yeah, I usually shave my head, but because I uh, my hair is like sheep hair. Is breaking all the clippers and it's just ridiculous. So I need a pro. I need a pro to mow this bad boy down so I can shave it again. Also, yeah. I'm gonna say this, and you know, I know hindsight is very important in life. But if I could go back in time before the virus happened, I would put like so much stock into toilet paper because it is outrageous right now. <laughs> I just wish I, when it was like a dollar something, I could have spent like a hundred bucks. I'd be like a millionaire right now off of toilet paper. Oh, yeah. I just got one more question for Chris. It's very important. 
what's the uh, horror movie game like right now? What is uh, what is what what is still your favorite horror movie, and what has potential for future horror movie investments? So I'm a dad now. I don't get to watch movies that I like anymore. All I watch is Blippy. And well, that sounds you terrifying. What, if you don't know what Blippy is? You should Google it or watch it on YouTube. It's this man that acts like a child, and he uh just oh, goes to play stuff. places and stuff, and it's it's pretty obnoxious. Um, well, I will say, I'm scared was, already just about hearing from it. <laughs> what? I will say that. Have you uh, him into space yet? No, he hasn't. And it upsets uh, me. What he's I've missing. not seen Blippi in space. I do have a weird thing about space, though, because, like, I watch, we watch, like, the, uh, what's the monkey? Curious George. We watched him. And, of course, the man in the yellow hat is an astronaut, as opposed, and also, like, some super smart scientist and stuff. So when he went into space, they made him a space hat, like a helmet in the shape of his big yellow hat. And it was yeah. just outrageous to me. But No, that's that's how space works. Like, if yeah. I go to space, I'm not not wearing my tribe hat. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to make my helmet specific to my specifications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make it an Indian oh. face helmet. <laughs> no, but you want to... No, thank you. I stay, I stay with the time, Johnny. Okay, a C helmet. I appreciate you not being culturally insensitive, DC. <laughs> Especially in space. Especially in space. I don't want to offend anyone there. Right. I'm going to just answer your question real quick. The only horror movie that sticks out to me that I was going to watch is The Boy 2. Did you guys ever see The Boy? No. No. Oh, that's watch it. Gohan, right? Who? The Lady oh. from The Walking Dead. I have no idea. Yeah, oh. I think it was. You guys should watch it. I don't want to All spoil right. it. I'll check it, it out. It looks like a ghost movie, but it's not. And I've all right, well, Chris, it was good from here. You know, hearing from you, we're very glad that you're doing okay during these times, and uh, congratulations on being a parent. Oh, yeah. Um, before you go, we have like a award for you too. Uh, it's a honorary thing. It says you are our most woke guest. Nice. Yes, that's what I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Right. I was like, we got you know, only only Chris can have this beautiful, beautiful award. So. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, we're Thank looking you. forward to hearing more from you as time goes on in, in our great, great podcast series here. So, yeah, yeah no, I like listening to you guys. You know how to get a hold of Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was good hearing from you, sir. And you have a good one today. Yep. See you. All right. Bye. Thanks, Chris. Bye. Are we ready for the next person yet? He's, uh, he's on his way. He's, he's driving up. He's coming up the road right now. All right. So, the next person we're going to have up here is on down. All right, fade that out. Okay, so how's it going? Well, Richie, can you hear us? Can you I hear can us? barely hear you guys. I apologize. Give me one second. I'm going to try to enter and come back in. Oh, okay. okay. I can hear you guys are just really soft. I don't know why. Try turning the volume That's up. Soft spoken. Oh, I bet I know what it is. <laughs> okay. I figured it out. I forgot. I have a dumb switch on my headset that lets me change the volume between the uh, different things, like the between the voice chat and whatever oh. application I have up. We're good. What's up? Not much. Welcome to the hundredth episode. Well, We're glad to have you. Well, thank you. I believe that you're almost like the third host on the show. We have you on most of the time when we when we have where we're doing random shit. So I mean. 
Yeah, you're probably the most sought after person. It's been a hot minute, but I mean, I've been on what, like three of them before this? Two or three? Probably four, honestly. I don't even know. You've been on a few. Hmm. So let me ask you, how you been doing? What is what's new with you? What's Uh, what's some updates here? I mean, I don't know, man. Just kind of chilling. About the same situation as everyone else. Out of work. uh, Just chill. Trying to vibe. Play some Animal Crossing and survive through all of it. You getting that unemployment money? Oh, I'm getting that unemployment money. Uh, Don't worry. I'm getting paid way better than I ever did at work. (laughs) We, yeah, we, we work together actually. And this is a random update. We both work at the same place now Mm -hmm. and we get news. If we go back on Tuesday and like, I don't want to go back, not because of the money, but because we're, our job's not like, well, the money probably is a piece of it, but I just don't want to get, we're in cubicles. I just don't want to get sick. Like I'm fat and I don't want to die from Corona being fat. Trust me. I don't either. (laughs) But like, if they told us, you know, if they told us like, oh, you had another month off, I already told Richard, I was like, we're going to have to at least, we're going to have to social distance in a strip club or something. There's going to have to be one time where we do something outrageous with all this money. We can't just not do one, one baller thing, you know? Like, I don't hey. know. I was going to say, I feel baller every Thursday when I order a Popeye spicy chicken sandwich for myself. I mean, it's pretty classy. <laughs> Oh, that, yeah. is some, that is some classy shit right there. I love that chicken from Popeye's. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, come, come spokesperson us. Giraffes have black yeah. tongues. Come get us, Popeye's. Yeah, Ralph loves the red beans and rice. Don't let him lie to you. Oh, delicious. <laughs> I love their entire menu. Popeye's. I'm loving it. Or, <laughs> love that chicken from Popeye's. Whatever their catchphrase is. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Yeah, I, brushed my, I, yeah, I brushed my teeth to that song. Yeah, so sounds I'm just tongue. Yeah, I'm just letting you guys know what's going down. It's a great jingle. <laughs> so, how has the virus affected you, and when did you really know it was real? Now, I know, you know, that I got tipped off early about the lockdown, and I told you, I called, you and Chris were like the first people I called. Right. Um, I had been following it, uh, I use Twitter as my RSS feed, like, I don't really use social media except for Twitter, and Twitter's kind of like, even though... It really leads heavily, like right and left, depending on the day. Uh, it's um, it, you still get a lot of really good world news or just like interesting tidbits that'll come up. You always feel up to date with it. So I've been following it since like the beginning of the year when the cases were starting to show. Uh, but I mean, obviously, I was sitting here hoping it would never make it and people would be responsible and you know keep that from spreading but it didn't really feel real until like ah shit i don't know i just remember specifically being at work and our buddy josh um i because i was saying like yeah i mean it's getting ready to come he's like i wouldn't expect to be working in a week and i'm like i really don't either and mind you we worked for like two more weeks after that but i think it was around that time so like february end of february probably around the time i started seeing my girlfriend i don't know Okay, okay. Well, and you know, it's weird because, like, I feel like out of a lot of people that haven't been giving a shit, do you think we're in a process of another shutdown, or do you think it's going to curve down, or do you think we're just we're just fucked because nobody really paid attention to it? Where do you think we're we're leading to with this virus? So, I definitely think that by fall, we're going to see another surge. I mean probably sooner but i'm being generous there 
we just got to make sure that we're trying our fucking best, you know? I, I don't know what how else to put it. I think we're rushing things a little bit, but at the same time, we could be in a worse place. Like, Ohio is genuinely, I feel once in my life grateful to be here and not like in fucking new york or something because that's that shit's oh yeah. oh shit's crazy out there yeah there's like so many people dying they have like refrigerator trucks with bodies in them because there's just you know people are just dying left and right nurses are being offered tons of money to help tons everywhere of- uh it's like nine thousand bucks a week if you yeah, if you got the skills, they need you, you know. Let me, let me put it this way. My mom's just a methadone nurse, and she's currently being paid almost $40 an hour just to work. Nice. For June. Yeah, it's so your mom's while. loving that. She is. She definitely is. She, your mom's about to buy a second house with all that money. Fuck. <laughs> she doesn't even own one house. She's just renting. <laughs> Oh my know. god! She can buy that shit now. She can buy she it now. Buy it. I mean, shit! I could buy a house at this point. My credit's yeah. through the roof. <laughs> this is the best I've been. Fu- <laughs> yeah, everything's paid off aside from school loans. Like I've just been sitting on my money and putting it in the right places. And like I used to have really, really good credit, and then I went through some stuff, and my credit was still fine. But now my credit's like almost better than it used to be because. Sweet. I have one more bill to pay, and once that's paid off, like I'll probably be almost at eight hundred, and it's stupid. So, you know, not to mention if Uncle Sam pays her school loans. Oh my lord! If someone pays my school loans, it's fucking, it's a done deal. I'm I mean, right he, I mean, if it's ten thousand, that's like a third of it because I just went to um, two year. But yeah, it's I take anything. I mean, I'm going to have to actually start paying on school loans at the end of the year. I've been in, uh, what's it called, forbearance for three years now, so I don't get another year of that. I'm just waiting for him to pay it all off for me. I feel like I'd be a sucker to start paying at this point. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching it. I'm in forbearance until the end of the year, so hopefully they just fucking pay everything off. I'll be chill with it. Oh, yeah. Now, uh... Who's, you know, I know we're going to get the second stimulus eventually. I know there's like a lot of stuff in, tied into that. I mean, now, fingers crossed, but continue. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I know there's like a lot of politics into that. We, you know, mm-hmm. bills get attached to it. So it gets, but I feel like eventually it would, it would, it, there's a possibility. Now, you know, Canada, they have it set up to where for the next like three months, they're getting like 4,000 bucks a piece. Do you mm-hmm. think we should get a monthly payment for the rest of the year or do you think one more stimulus will actually do it in these t- in the times we're in? I mean, definitely one more stimulus isn't enough unless they're really paying people out. But at the same time, I can understand the hesitation of wanting to pay people out monthly because, I don't know, it's hard. Obviously, I would like to get paid monthly. If I'm, we're not going to be able to work, then we have to be able to sustain households. But I could, like, there's a part of me that gets the need to try to figure things out because the world's not going to go back the way it used to be. I don't want anyone to be in danger. I don't want to get sick. I don't want anyone else I know to get sick, but it's important for us to be able to find a way as an entire, not just our nation, but as the the entire fucking world, how we can continue to live with this, even if we don't have like a vaccine for, upwards of five years which i don't think will happen but you know what i mean it's at least at least i say at least two that's just my opinion some people think a year right 
Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. And like, even with the little bit of things we're doing now, like working from home, this changes the game. I even fear that our own job will be like, why do we even have a call center at this point when I'm when we're making millions of dollars just to have people work from home? You know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised mm-hmm. we haven't gotten that news yet. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a thing I've thought about where why would they open the doors? They don't have to pay f- to keep all the buildings on and stuff, like keep the lights on. We can all work from home. I do think some management's still working out. Like, they still go up to the buildings, but um, aside and, from that. Yeah, and even as a manager, you can manage your whole team from your, you know what I mean? Like, you could call them. You can, I mean, that's all my boss. My boss would come up to me once in a while, but if he really had something to say to me, he would just call me directly and be like, hey, stop being an asshole, and then hang up the phone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so you can do that now. And, you know, this is the one thing that, that worries me, and it's not so much that being work from home is a bad thing, but it's like, how will this mm-hmm. affect everybody as a whole? Like, how many offices do you think will really open back up, and how many people will just permanently be working <laughs> from home? You know what I mean? Like, if on like a bigger scale. If we're going to talk about just our work right now, I think they're going to try to open back up big in the summer because they just going to run with it. And then once things hit the fan again in the fall, it's just going to be back to square one. And hopefully we learn our lesson this time. I, I genuinely don't see why they would keep us closed and why, unless like the different every state regulation since our you know we're almost in all 50 states and in canada and everything the event side of things you know every one of those states is going to have different regulations but a lot more are way more lax than we are in ohio too so uh i don't see why they wouldn't try to start running events as fast as possible if we're keeping the idea of this conversation in that nutshell at least okay now what do you think about other other places do you think we'll see a lot of places just keep to working at home because it's cheaper do you think this will change the game on call centers in general so i have a friend that lives in new york and obviously we know that that's way worse than it is here uh people living on top of people like you said she also works in an office building i believe she works in a bank Uh, we just reconnected recently so it's like i only know so much of what's going on with her but um she uh told me that she was on unemployment before I was, well, before we were, and then they're not going back to their job in the office until, I think she said the end of September. So, I mean, it's going to be case-by-case basis. I think the smart ones that know how to manage stuff from home or don't need to be open like that will definitely take advantage of it, but I I see a lot of places trying to open their doors up as fast as possible because we live in a capitalistic fucking nation. Like, they only care about money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see the repercussions for opening up. And, you know, we've, a lot of, and everybody, I think a lot of us agree that it, it was a very quick open up. And I don't mean, like, a quick open up as in jobs. I get that we need to go back to work. That's fine. But Oh, absolutely. Do, do we have to open up bars? Do we have to open up barbershops? In Bar- my opinion, nah. We I mean, they're already those here. They're already open. My mom just took my nephews to get their haircuts the other day. I mean, you saw the people crowded yeah. around the bar over in Cincinnati. Like it's That's, wild. It spells bad news to me. It makes yeah. when I saw that picture, uh, the one uh, in Cleveland with a hundred people in the pat or the patio policy. First of all, that's a fire hazard, so they already yep. should have been reported. Mm-hmm. But secondly, that is so scary because there's like a hundred people. We're we're talking about a massive virus that 
we don't have a cure for. And there's just, you guys are just shoulder to shoulder. Like, you know, and I know there are virus deniers out there and people don't think it's a thing. I, I've met like seven people like that. I, but they're just, yeah. I know. I you know. know. <laughs> but, but like, what does it take for you to believe something exists? Like, for you to have it? You know what I mean? Like, I never, I never understood mm-hmm. people like that, you know? I, that's, you'll hear those stories, people that don't believe it until it affects them or a loved one. And then all of a sudden they're like, they turn and it's like, it shouldn't have taken that much to begin with. Yeah, people are very selfish. It's, it's sad sometimes. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It is sad. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, what's, what's your anime game been since the last we talked? I know you did the entirety of oh how the God. actual soul eater was supposed to end. I remember that. What's uh what's new anime was? Oh, man, I had started my New Year's off saying I was going to watch as much anime this year as possible, and then I burnt myself out at the beginning of February, and then by the time I felt good to do it again, I started dating my girlfriend, and then my my attention went elsewhere, so... um, What animes does she like? God, her favorite animes. Her favorite anime is Inuyasha. I could tell you that one right now. She's fucking obsessed with Inuyasha. She's all stoked about new series coming. But um, she, you know, likes My Hero Academia. She likes uh, shoot, man. I'm gonna blank now because I'm just sitting. I can never answer questions like these when I'm. See, Chris. Chris doesn't know his child's birthday, and Richie doesn't know his girlfriend's taste in anime. People just. (laughs) You got two of them. That's a lot. That's yeah, more that's than I lot, thought. I thought I thought it would be like she hates anime or something. No, I just I just wanted to that's make fun of Chris a little bit. That's just <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm just, how many just, months old is your girlfriend? How many months old is my girlfriend? <laughs> so just, um, just I'm just kidding. That's just, just no, kidding. call back Wait a minute. to the last call. No, no I right. got this. Hold on, hold on. Uh, years to months. <laughs> I'm just I'm joking. It doesn't matter. No, I got this. 336 months old. Oh, nice Damn, job. you hear that, Chris? 336 <laughs> months. And I'm sorry, like that. 337 and like a half months. About then. So okay. there Damn, you Chris, go. Rich is just shitting on you right now. Because <laughs> we 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 had Chris on earlier. We were like. How old your daughter? And he's like, uh, I think 19 months. And DC's like, just say one. And he's like, no, no, you got to do all the months. So now, <laughs> now we're just like asking you the same thing. Sorry to derail us. <laughs> no, yeah. you're fine. In fact, it's giving me a second to respond to her because she messaged me. She's with her friends right now, and she's uh, she's. At a bar. No, she's not at a bar. Thankfully, she hasn't been that dumb. She's been she's been to a restaurant since they've opened back up, but she hasn't been to a bar. Thank God. I don't think she would do that. But no, they're um, she's they're getting high. I'll just say, and she just fucking messaged me. It's been like three and a half hours, and she just goes shit. And I'm like, how are you feeling? Very slow, man. World blurry. I'm like, ah, I feel that. <laughs> god but yeah no um what were we talking about i don't remember oh anime. You're, you're anime. anime what anime do you like <laughs> what anime do i like no uh, what anime like... are you watching recently right was that recent it? so recently yeah. nothing um okay. i finished off anything i was watching uh some point last month because i was watching through the current season of my hero and then i was watching a show called um i'm gonna 
pronounce it wrong. I think it's keep your hands off Izokin. Uh, that was a really good one. It's about these um, middle school girls that start a film club, but it's a film club in quotation marks because they want to make anime, but there's already it, it it's basically a love letter to animation. They go through animation processes and they have all these beautiful, like imaginative um, sometimes Sex like scenes. I wish. No, <laughs> no. Uh, just like set like pieces of animation were sometimes kind of like watercolory and this, the idea like moving concept art and stuff. It's a really pretty show and the it's unlike some anime there's like that would take the opportunity to even though they're young girls still put fan service in it anytime that opportunity arises they just treat it like it's normal you know what i mean uh it's it's what it is it's a good show is what i'm trying to say i'm getting off track um i actually if you really want me to was keeping a list of all the anime that i was watching starting from the beginning of the year because that's how I last year I was finishing as many games as possible because I'd fallen behind and that's how I did it then. So if you'd really like to know what I've watched so far this year, I could run you a list. Um, let's do that next time. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we because we do have to. We are going to be I, bringing in. Another I, one I know. Yeah. I'm I'm just fucking. All right, it, cool. It's, it's fine. But um, no. If you're asking me though, just generally my taste in anime. I mean, I like cutesy shit. I like like slice of lives. Uh, I don't animes, but I also like cool shit. I like Shonen's, like My Hero. I, I adore. I don't watch One Piece, but I read One Piece. Uh, everyone should read One Piece, and um, that's about it. Uh, mm-hmm. It would take me forever to go on. All right. Well, thank you for uh, popping on. I'm sure we'll literally have you on in like the next couple weeks. I mean, uh, but we also have a little something special for you at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. We have we have an award for you for uh, most appearances. Oh, okay. You don't you don't get anything, but we just tell you that. So Appre- thanks, app- appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, here you go. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, the Covenant Award. We have no clue what it looks like. Use your imagination. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's just a, a giraffe with his dick out. It's the real. <laughs> yeah, the real gift is yeah. the imagination. Yeah, the imagination. That's, just that's the real gift. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All um, right, guys. I appreciate you. Uh, you Good luck with the rest of the episode. All right. All thank right, you. No thanks problem, for coming man. on. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming right. on. All right. Later. See ya. I thought you were going to spoil that at the very beginning, Ralph, when you were talking to him about how many times he had been on before. I thought <laughs> oh, you were going to give no. it to him right then and there in the intro. That'd be terrible. That'd be like, <laughs> that'd be such an asshole thing to do. It's just like, oh, guess what? We got an award for you, motherfucker. You know, just like ruin the whole substance take away from everything also let me just tell you what this episode we're doing here guys it is great to just have people talk and me and dc are just sipping tea in the background i'm, I'm, I'm just really yeah. oh yeah i just imagine you're just hanging out getting a massage i don't know what you're doing. just like just like living yeah. your best life taking a you nap how i roll oh yeah of course of course of course yeah but all right uh we got our next guest here Please welcome Terrence Barnes. Terrence Barnes, come on down. What's up? Right. What up? <laughs> got your, yeah, got your <laughs> Price is Right music going on there. Yeah. Heck yeah. That was pretty sweet. Donnie, can we get a little, little more yeah. taste of that? Can we get a little, can we get a little uh, yeah, more sure. a little, little taste? 
Yeah, sure. Tap into my inner Bob Barker, dude. Dope. All right. <laughs> uh, also, this is Terry's first time using Discord, which is dope because uh, later on I'll show you some more stuff we can do on here. It's great when you got nothing to do and you're sitting at home playing video games, but you want to fuck around with people. And it's also good okay. for podcasts. Yeah, it's it's really nice okay. Discord. I've heard of it, uh, you know, playing uh, Call of Duty and stuff. People talk about it. It's just a way for everybody to, like, keep in touch without having a... It's like Facebook groups times a thousand, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's dope. So there's a bunch of, like, uh, quiz trivia games from Jackbox Games we play on here. We share them. And you can okay. use your phone as a buzzer, and like like next time you're free, we can just jump into play and shit. I'll t- I'll show you how it's dope. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I remember uh, Dick Solomon, dude. Oh, Dick Solomon, yeah. Yeah, I was over there uh, after he he because he got married, and uh, he invited me over there, uh, and we played some of those off of his Xbox, where we had to connect our phone into it, and you use that to like for like Pictionary and stuff like that. Yep. Damn, Dick Solomon got married. He didn't invite me. Tell him I said he's an asshole. He eloped, bro. He didn't invite nobody besides AJ. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. What's yeah. Congratulations. Don't tell him I said he was an asshole. Yeah, I, believe me, I told him the same thing. Uh, if you guys are wondering, uh, Dick Solomon is a childhood friend of ours because, as you guys know, I've known Terry for a very long time. And the reason why he has that name is he looks his name up. His real name is Corey. I'm not going to give you his last name. Uh, but he looked up his name, and it said Dick Solomon. And ever since then, we've just been calling him Dick Solomon. No, he was get, he was getting mailed to the house in the name of Dick Solomon. Dude. Really? I thought, no, I thought it was his porn name. Dude, I don't know, bro. Uh, he was getting mailed to the house with the name Dick Solomon on Brown's. I'll, 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 take your, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um yeah we've we've had some uh pretty exciting times brown street was my favorite uh that was back when uh terry used to live with a bunch of people i think some of the most interesting times happened there and speaking of dick <laughs> solomon i'll tell you guys a story because we don't have that many guests on and it's only been an hour so just story time if you guys want a little story basically brown street how many people did you live with terry besides me who would break into your house and sleep there yeah, random mornings I wake up, you'd be on the couch, and I would just accept it. Um, <laughs> it was uh, me, AJ, and Corey, and then the landlord moved, moved randomly moved his stepson in overnight for the last few months I lived there. His name was Pat. Pat. And I remember you guys were not okay with that at all. And <laughs> you guys, he had a vent. You guys all lived above him, and he had a vent you could drop shit into, so you guys would just no, drop lived, shit into I lived above him. Did you? I Okay. I had the whole third floor, and uh, and I hit him up. I was like, bro, your room looks super clean. He's like, thanks, dude. And I dumped the whole trash can full of trash <laughs> down his vent, and it just poured in his room. <laughs> God. So one time on Brown Street, uh, first of all, when Terry and Dick Solomon lived together, they would fight constantly over the dumbest shit. But one time on Brown Street, there's this homeless guy. He was, like, hanging out outside. <laughs> And if you guys never been to Brown Street, it's the fucking hood. It's the it is not. Hood, it is not a great place. Like, so Corey for some reason is feeling sorry for this homeless guy, and he goes, 
hey guys, I'm gonna let this homeless dude stay the night. And I was like, Corey, that automatically sounds like a bad idea. Hey, He's like, bro, it was after a night of partying too. Like yeah. we were all wasted. I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, He's like, dude, it's just one night. And he's like, fuck you, Ralph, you don't even live here. I was like, that still sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> so, like, he lets this homeless dude stay in the night. We wake up. Everything's gone. No, he so, only stole my shit. Dude, no, remember? <laughs> he stole AJ's Xbox. No, that was my Xbox, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he heard me saying, no, dude, he stole my Xbox, my DVDs, all my shoes. And my hats, just my stuff, bro. What a spiteful asshole. Yeah, okay. dude. I fucking dude, and I dropped him off one night and I fucking I was circling that block for like three months, dude, with a gun, dude. I was like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, it was Brown Street was interesting times. There was uh really good parties. A massive fist fight once broke out for thirty people. Um Bro, that was every Friday. Yeah, it was just a it was just a horrible environment. Um, before we, I ask you some questions. Can I tell them the birthday the 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 Eric birthday party story real quick? Was it? I think it was my birthday party, bro. I know it was that chick's birthday. The one that got hit with the case. Oh yeah, do go ahead. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, all right. So. Uh, you know, Terry, I'm gonna let you, you can you tell it a little bit? You can tell it pretty good, yeah, so yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Oh. Yeah, dude. So, Ralph and I kind of split ways, you know, after a while. Like, you know, he stayed pretty mild mannered, you know, he had his uh partying days, but you know, I kind of split off with the wrong crowd that you know, uh, felonies were fun. So, uh, basically, we would, you know, not be invited to people's parties. Well, I lived on this other hood ass block on uh, the north side. And like four houses down, there was these kids. They're probably like, I don't know, like a year or two younger than us, but they all went to school with us. They had a house. They were throwing a big party. Well, me, my buddy Eric, uh, my old friend Ryan, uh, just a motley crew of like just brawling drunkards, you know. We we walk up and uh, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people. So like, you know, I'm partying, and then they see Eric walking behind me and they're like, Oh no, you guys gotta go. You guys aren't allowed here, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what, let us stay, you know, and they're like, yeah, that's cool, dude, you can stay, but they got to go. Well, I'm trying to talk my way into, like, staying, and then all of a sudden, my friends just start fighting everyone outside. So I was like, we are definitely getting kicked the fuck out. So I go outside, and uh, I break up this fight, and it was this chick's birthday I didn't know. Um... And she's like, and you know, I go up there and I was like, I got everyone to leave. Everyone's leaving. Don't worry. You know, you know, she was like, thank you. You know, I was like, and happy birthday. She's like, thank you for at least saving my birthday. Well, this chick reached in and hugged me. Right. Well, when I hugged her, my drunk ass friend, Eric is on the sidewalk, which is about, I don't know, 15 yards away. And all of a sudden I hear, get the fuck off my dude. And he grabs an 18 pack of beer and swings it. Like a, uh, like a shot put no. and flings it and hits this girl straight in the face with an 18 pack of beer <laughs> and knocks like three people out. Like it like hit the hit, went through the glass door, knocked another dude out. <laughs> and I, and mind you, everybody else is 20, 25 yards away. Oh my God. I'm the only one on this porch and, and it's like a 50, 60 person party. 
And all of a sudden, people start coming outside. And next thing I know, I was like, well, shit, dude. And it was like the most mild-mannered like fight ever. Like Everyone was coming at me with their hands down. And I'm a big dude. So I was just power slamming everyone. And I kept accidentally getting this black dude named John. And by the third slam, all of a sudden I hear, I thought we were dudes. <laughs> it was a crazy time, man. But uh, I, told, I told Eric, you know, the next day, I said, bro, she was hugging me. And I wouldn't have, you know, got a broken eye socket because of you. And uh, he was like, oh, I thought they were jumping you on the porch, bro. So, yeah, man, that, that's, that's a, the kind of people I hung around. A little bit of an overreaction there. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories. <laughs> I just imagine this porch woman getting knocked over with a case of Dude, beer. Hitting she her was knocked face. out the entire, like, 25-minute fight, too. Like, she didn't move. I thought she died. Because oh, Eric, Eric's a stock. Eric's like a, one of those guys that's like stocky, short and stocky. And he won this thing like four times in a complete circle, like a professional uh, softball player <laughs> and fucking winged it, dude. And it was probably going a good 23, 24 miles an hour, dude. And it's an 18 pack of, of Bud Light, dude, tall cans. And it just hits this girl and doesn't lose momentum one time, goes straight through the glass door and takes two more people out. I was like, oh, God. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, well, let's get on to some questions now. I just wanted to share some uh, Ralph and Terry shenanigans because we never get enough of those. Yeah, um, like the time I uh, slapped the dude with a glove. Oh, we'll talk. That's for next episode. To save the right. yeah, we'll say yeah, save some story. We'll do a segment with just stories of our childhood. Story time. <laughs> yeah, All story right. time. We'll tell. Yeah, we'll title it story time. So, how have you been? What are some new updates in your life? You know. The episode you were on was probably our highest viewed episode. People really liked it a lot. People love an underdog, and you were definitely the definition of that. The odds were against you, and you overcame. And uh, just tell us a little bit about what your life's been like. Well, that was what about like what three years ago I did that. Three, three years, yeah, about yeah. three, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. also, um, Terry, this is Donnie, the the <laughs> editor. I oh yeah, we haven't met. We <laughs> haven't met because okay, yeah. He knows a lot about you, but you've never you've never heard him speak. So, Donnie, up, Terry, yeah. hey, how's it going? It's, uh, it's crazy, man, because you know, uh, there's this saying that you know that goes, man, uh, don't stop fighting one second before the miracle happens. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was in really high spirits then. You know, I was uh, semi newly sober. You know, uh, trying to break out of that institutionalized mind state. You know, uh, you know, I was working a decent job. You know, I was. I was doing what I found, what I thought was the American dream. And uh, about a year ago, almost to this day, you know, I, I really wasn't going nowhere with my career or nothing like that. So uh, I decided to start a, a business, refinishing bathtubs and countertops, like epoxy countertops and stuff like that, man. And uh, boy, it, uh, it, it's, it's been amazing. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I moved out of Akron. I moved to the suburbs. I'm looking at a uh, you know, this later on this year, my business partner and I were uh, opening up a uh, female sober house in Port County, Ohio, to help some people out. I'm looking at buying a house of my own. I own two trucks. I it was not affected by this, you know, the COVID pandemic. Very, you know, very, very small. I can employ up to two other people. You know, I have tens of thousands of dollars worth of jobs coming at me at all times. And it's awesome, dude. I just had to take that blind leap of faith. And uh, trust my ability, you know. It's been pretty sweet. Nice, nice. Now, what is the what's the name of your business? 
It's uh, it's actually Barnes Refinishing, B-A-R-N-E-S. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I think the hyperlink is Barnes Refinishing at or at Barnes Refinishing zero nine zero five. Um, and if it doesn't pop up for that, I'm I'm the one in Calga Falls, Ohio. You know, uh, and see some pictures of uh, you know, my jobs. I uh, there's a lot of people out there that you know can't afford to you know drop ten to fifteen thousand dollars on you know granite countertops throughout their whole house and marble and you know and and courts and all that stuff, man. So you know, I kind of I kind of you know aim for you know the middle class, you know, uh, the people that you know are kind of living paycheck to paycheck, but they want nice things, you know. So I take normal countertops and I turn them into granite. You know, and uh, and I do it for a tenth of the cost of what granite companies charge. Oh, and granite yeah. is very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, say there's a countertop that would be you know ten thousand dollars for granite. The normal job that would cost me for a two day process of I actually spray real granite flakes on there, and then the next day I come in and do like you know uh, a clear epoxy coat over it which should last you well over 10 years. Honestly, most of the time it's more durable than real granite because uh, granite, you know, it's rock. It's uh, it's natural. It's going to chip. A lot of people think that because it's expensive, it's indestructible and it's not, you know, and I'll take, you know, what would be normally $10,000 worth of granite and turn it to about a thousand dollar job, you know, save people uh, money to put towards their families, you know? Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. Now tell us a little bit more about the sober house. Um, when do you when do you, you said you'll have it up and running by next year? Actually, bro, I'm aiming um what's what, what is it right now? The end of May. Um, well, with the COVID thing that was happening, we were planning to have it, you know, the process started around now. Um, we've been planning it since about uh November, October of last year. You know, with the COVID thing that happened, you know, my business partner, you know, he's a he's a union tradesman, journeyman tradesman, and uh, he didn't get back to work on time. And, you know, he has a family to support and kind of put it on delay for a few months. So I'm hoping that by the holidays this year, because that is the most trying time for people with, uh, you know, addiction problems, alcoholism, you know, stuff like that. Most of the time they don't have anywhere to go for the holidays. Nobody wants to see them anymore. And we're aiming for Portage County because... That's a really that that area. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kent Ravenna Roots Town oh, yeah. Renfield area. Yeah. Um. They uh that area has been hit really hard, and it's really overlooked because it's not a big city like Akron, you know, Cleveland. But uh, and there's not really a lot out there. There's a few really good organizations out there, but there's only a couple. You know, they can maybe house, you know, together thirty or forty people. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, and this would be more of a three-quarter house. You know, you already went through your treatment. You have to have a certain amount of sobriety before you come in. You know, you uh, you have to abide by certain guidelines, you know, which worked for us, what the winners did, not just what uh, state-paid rehabs tell you to do. Just, you know, focus on your triggers or blah, 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 whatever company sells them, you know, the take this medicine or something like that. You know, I'm trying to t- I'm trying to help these people show that, you know, someone that was uh wrote off you know can make it and uh, if i can do it anybody can you know so uh hopefully by you know thanksgiving time you know depending on uh we have to find the right house you know because it's not really a, a for-profit business we don't really make a ton of money doing that stuff so we kind of have to keep within our profit you know our uh 
our margins for uh you know the house costs you know really close to what we're trying to spend so hopefully by thanksgiving we'll have it up and running nice nice okay so yeah no i'm you know we're so glad to hear that things are going really well for you um clearly you're becoming super successful send us a link later on to your business and we'll definitely put it on there for people to see you know we'll go ahead, yeah we'll go ahead and put that out there oh yeah no problem um, I guess I just have one more question for you. You know, during the sobriety process, there are a lot of things that work. You know, there are a lot of things that don't. What would you say the one thing that you feel like when going through the sobriety process that they would tell you to do constantly that didn't really work for you, that you don't think really is a necessary part of, of the process? But, you know, different places will tell you to do different things. But, like, what did you feel was the one thing that you disagree with when it comes to the sobriety process? Well, I'll just go by general, you know, uh, what a lot of places do now. And it's really disgusting to talk about. But uh, a lot of these places, man, you know, they say they're, they're geared to helping the clients and doing best for the clients, man. But they're really, it's, it's all one big monopoly with, you know, uh, pharmacy you know reps and stuff like that and uh they're trying to get these people that they know have addictive addictive personalities addiction problems alcoholism stuff like that and they're trying to pump them full of so many different meds that they don't need like uh you know if you have an opiate addiction methadone suboxone those meds are harder to get off of than actual heroin and they last longer the withdrawals off suboxone the half-life they normally prescribe you not to interrupt you, I apologize, but for those that don't understand how Suboxone works, do you have a generalization, just so people have a broader... It's uh, it's a medicine they uh, give people with uh, opiate addictions like heroin, Percocet, Oxycontin, and what you do is you detox for one day, and then they put you on this medicine, and they say, you know, it stops the withdrawals and helps you lead a normal life. Well, it's a it's an opiate. It's It's literally... It's a dressed up pretty opiate. It's a bunephrine, which is one of the most powerful opioids out there. It's so powerful, in fact, that your body sealings it off after 24 milligrams. If you take any more than 24 milligrams, you cannot get possibly any more high than you already. And the rehabs, and I'm not going to mention any names, but sadly, you know, a lot of our highest rated rehabs that were in the state of Ohio that were one of the highest rated in the country. They got infiltrated by certain organizations, man. And, uh, you know, they're pushing this on all these addicts now, man. And they're, they're pumping them full of so many psych meds. Or, uh, of course, anyone that's addicted to drugs is going to be depressed. Of course, anyone that needs a fix to stay alive, what they think, is going to feel bipolar. You know what I'm saying? And so they're, they're like, oh, they're diagnosing all these people with all these different medicines. And they don't need them. You just got to stop. The biggest thing is you got to stop being afraid. And to stop being afraid, you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and admit that you need help. No, fear of course. Is, fear is an MF, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it, it's really disgusting because the same stuff they're teaching people to stay sober now has been the same for a decade. And it's only gotten worse. So. Clearly, these people, you know, most of the people that write these uh, curriculums on uh, rehabs and stuff like that have never had a problem. Um, most of them don't even have uh, degrees in addiction therapy. They're psychologists. 
and you get some, you, you know, you get some, you get some Freudian people, man, feeling like they can break the cycle. It's like, bro, uh, it just don't work. It might work for some people and I, and God bless them. You know what I'm saying? Because they can get off easy, but it's just a vicious cycle. They want to keep these people addicted. So they, it's almost like they want to keep them addicted. So they keep committing crimes. and They keep making money off. If you look at jail rosters, the same 200 people just cycle in and out of those doors. I mean, bro, I was in there so often, dude, they just would send me to the same cell after a while. Like, and they knew me by first and last name. Like my booking took 20 minutes and they're putting me back because they knew that nothing was different because they put these people on these programs and they expect a miracle out of a disaster. You know, they're like, you need to do this to stay sober, but I'm not going to tell you how to do it. You got to figure it out on your own. And uh, it takes hard work and it takes a lot of, uh, you know, introspective, uh, introspective activities. You got to, you got to realize that drugs and alcohol aren't the problem. The problem is, is you, you know what I'm saying? The problem is what's inside of you and drugs and alcohol are just a symptom of, you know, your disease of alcoholism or your disease of addiction. You know what I'm saying? It's just doing, getting high is just elite, is, is just, you know, filling that, that void where your heart's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying if you take that away, yeah, I could I could get dry, I could get sober, and you're never gonna get more sober than after three days. All right. But to fully recover, you gotta work on yourself, and that's how you stay sober. You know what I'm saying? That's some deep shit, Terry. Um, yeah, no, we definitely appreciate having you on. You know, obviously we have a little bit of time constraints, but we do appreciate those wise words from you. And we're definitely gonna have you on again soon. Just right, BS a little more. Oh yeah, no, we'd love to have you on more. I know you you have a busy schedule. I know you have things going on, but uh, we could definitely work just something. Just get a hold of me, man. Most uh, most nights and weekends, I'm good, brother. Now we uh, do have a little something for you, actually. If Donnie wants to uh, elaborate, yeah, sure. We're doing some award things that uh, aren't you know anything real, but it's fun. Your award is our first guest because that was our second episode that you were on. So, uh, oh, was yeah. it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was wow. when we just started too. Yeah. Heck yeah. Thanks for coming on then. I think yeah. it was a compelling episode. Uh, and thanks I mean, for coming you know on what, now. By, by your surprise voice, it makes it sound like we actually knew what we were doing. So good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we winged this twenty four seven. So you had right. to realize most of the time when people wanted to interview me, I didn't want to talk. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I, th- I think so, you did well though within that episode. It was I, a particularly good one. I appreciate it, man. All right, thanks. Glad to hear you're doing well. Yep. Any uh, any any plugs before you hop off? No, man. Just uh, check uh, check my business page on Facebook at Barnes Refinishing 0905, man. And uh, if you end up finding the page through this podcast, man, I'll give you 150 dollars off any job. Just mention it. Ooh, all right. You hear that? Hell yeah. We'll put that in the description for you. Hopefully, someone takes you up on that. All right, brother. Well, just let me know. All right. Thanks a lot. You have a good one, man. Later. All right. Um, oh, we're just gonna move right into our next guest. If that's cool with you guys. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Next, we have Jess. Jess, come on down. Hello. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just gets shorter and shorter per person. You're like, yeah, right, they're really them. short now. <laughs> yeah. We, we should have given everyone a, a warning that we were gonna have a little like. <laughs> Song play a jingle. <laughs> that's on us. Yeah, that's fine. Next, next one hundredth episode, the two hundredth will be prepared better. 
we'll warn you about the prices, right? Yeah, we'll warn you in advance. So, I, Jess, I mean, how you been? Uh, still existing. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, give us some updates. How, you know, what, what has been new with you? How has the process been going? We know the tra- transition is never easy. You know, we, we talked to you a little bit about the process of what you wanted to do. Um, let us know uh, what what are some changes that you've made during this time. Um, well, I have gotten on uh, hormones just over a year ago. I And let me tell you that puberty is weirder at 26. It really is. I mean, you have been a sassy bitch since you've gotten on those. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you've been, you're like, a, you're not my dad, just like yelling at me all the time. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, like, there was also one point where I basically just spent a whole month sitting in my room crying constantly, because the, that's what I do now. But, you know, that was the thing. So how do you like hormones overall? I mean, do you think it's, do you think it feels better now? Yeah, it's getting better. We, um, it's crappy short term, but like long term, I know it's going to be fine. It's like. You know, I got to suffer through it now so that, you know, after another year, then I won't be in the teenage girl phase anymore. And I will actually, like, you know, be able to think clearly. Okay, okay. You'll get there. Yeah, you know, it's all a pro- it's all a process. Now, you know, let me ask you, how has the virus been affecting you? And when did you really feel the effects of the virus and like when did you go man this is this is some real shit that's happening right now well i was uh staying in the hospital short like right at the beginning of march so i didn't really know this much about it until uh like i knew that it had crossed to the states and everything just from like news on in the hospital but i hadn't really paid much attention to it and honestly still haven't it's just kind of like i'm just waiting for it to be over oh yeah no i bet i mean everybody's sitting inside it's not the greatest now i know that going through these changes haven't been easy for you i know you said you know it doesn't help you think clearly but what are some improvements that you think it has done for you so far as you go as you go down this journey you know obviously this is, is it's going to be quite a journey. You're, you're doing a transitional phase and it's not, it's never easy no matter what you do in life, even if you're job to job or, or doing this, like what are, what are some positives that you've taken away from your experience so far? How personal can I get on your podcast? Oh, do it as much as, as you like. You get, yeah, get up, up fucking in here. Get, yeah. Get in here. Uh, well, I mean, I have boobs now, so that's awesome. I would like them to be bigger, but I still have another year of them growing, so we'll see. Um, I can tell, like, that I think differently. It's it's a really hard thing to explain. I can tell that I think differently, but I still think about the same stuff. If that makes any sense. Yeah, Hmm. I get it. Okay. Okay. But, like, I can tell that it's, like, changing the way that I think. Um... I can words. I really can. I don't, a lot of it's just really hard to explain because it's just like mostly an internal process. I see. 
No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, as long as it, as long as you're you know happy with it. Are there are there any times you have all regrets, or do you are you how do you what how does it make you feel? Were you are you a hundred percent in, or you know I know just as people in general, no matter what decision anyone makes in life, we always have some kind of regrets. Are there any on your end, or is this a hundred percent what you've known all along that you wanted to go for? Well, I didn't know all along. I didn't actually realize it until I was 23, 22, maybe. I mean, I had some thoughts early on, but I was also raised Christian. So I was like, no, 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 no. Get those out of here. Uh, And then, you know, I moved in with an atheist. (laughs) Anyway, um, you had a question that I was supposed to be answering. I was, I was just asking, did you have any regrets? Oh, no. None whatsoever. Not at all. Uh, the only thing that I regret is that my family isn't more accepting, but that's not something I can change, so. No, yeah, and I know from the last time you were on here, you did, you did talk about uh, growing up in a religious family. Do you think, I know you said they're not accepting, but do you think they've shown any sign of change? I know that could be really hard. Especially when it comes um, to religion. Some of them have at least... The ones that were good about it are still good about it. Well, you know, the ones that didn't care originally still don't care. I actually had a surprise from one sister. I was trying to figure out what I was going to wear to her wedding, uh, which was supposed to be next month, but they did it virtually. But I was trying to decide what to wear to her wedding, and I really wanted to wear a dress, but I didn't know if that was something she would be comfortable with. So I fought with my anxiety for a long time about texting her and asking her, and then one day I just woke up to a text from her that said, like, hey, uh, I just want you to know that, like, you can wear whatever you want to my wedding. Like, I just want you to be you. And I was like, oh my god, I love you. Oh, that's real Um, nice. Yeah. For the most part, my mom has started using a gender-neutral name, but won't okay. use a feminine name. How do you mean gender-neutral name? Do you mean, like, the pronoun or your actual name? Uh, like, JD. Oh, she calls okay. Me JD, okay, got it. All right. Which is, like, the gender-neutral name that I picked for days when I'm feeling, like, not a boy or a girl. Oh, okay. But she won't actually use the name Jessica. And most of my family, well, a lot of the family, at least up here, has kind of stopped, not stopped, uh, continues using my dead name and using he, him pronouns, which I despise. Can we ask what the the dead name was? Is that, I know you said. Uh, it It was my middle name, Tyler. Okay. Okay. Just just questions. I was going to ask the same thing, but I was going to say slave name until you said dead name. Oh, I like that even better. <laughs> so, yeah, that was your slave name. Damn. Now next time you talk to your parents, be like, guys, or your folks, yeah. be like, that's my slave name? Try it. See what they think. See what they Oh, yeah. I mean, if they're, already, if they're already mad, they can't get madder, right? You might as well go full tilt. Yeah, you can have yeah. fun with it. Have fun with it, yeah. See, but, like, my mom doesn't get mad. She just uh, is not happy with what she thinks is a decision that I made. 
what we call white lady disappointment or silent. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh huh. That's all. Well, you know, there's nothing you can do. All you can do, you know, is be yourself and be happy that you're that the changes you made are the ones you wanted. And I think that's the most important part. So, you know, I guess last question, because I know we do have time constraints here. How's your love life been since this? We didn't really get talk too much about love life, I think, in the last podcast. I mean, what are your preferences? I mean, just because you're transitioning doesn't mean you necessarily have to like boy or girls. So, uh, Well, I'm pansexual, so okay. I don't really care about gender at all. I just like people. I actually started hanging out with someone um, about a month ago, and that's going well. Uh, hopefully we'll continue. I see no reason why it wouldn't. Okay. Um, she's awesome. Okay. Uh, okay. One of the... Do I really want to get this personal, though? Oh, please. Mm. Please. <laughs> If you want, just okay. you yeah. don't have to. Here's your ass have black tongues. We got tissue here's, paper, whatever you yeah. need. Just come cry on our shoulders. It's it's not about crying. I just don't want to make people uncomfortable. Um, no, 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 no. We're cringeworthy oh, here. Don't worry about Please, that. Yeah. yeah, we don't care. Yeah, fuck you, fans. Get uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here's the thing: is that um, one of the biggest changes that I have noticed with um, starting estrogen is that as far as like masturbation goes, first off, it's like plummeted, like just non non-existent basically. But also like, it's weird because I, ne- and I was talking to my therapist about this the other day too, actually, I never thought that I would need a story in porn. Um, but suddenly it's kind of important. <laughs> Maybe that's how um, all women feel about porn. We'll never know. You know, maybe that's maybe they need a story. I never. We should take a poll. But well, like the thing is, is like sexual stuff in general has gone from being very physical to being very emotional. Like with masturbation, since I started them, started hormones, I finish a lot earlier, but I don't actually have an orgasm most of the time like what are Uh, we talking about like ralph i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna break a truth to you oh boy so here's the thing here's the thing um people with dicks they can come without actually having an orgasm coming is not an orgasm so like what i don't understand (laughs) great we don't understand hold on (laughs) We all have dicks, and we don't understand what you're going to here. (laughs) Yeah, there are three people in here, four all together with penises currently, and we don't understand what you're saying. It's hard to explain. (laughs) So, all right, yeah, okay. Is it just Um, the sensation, or is it like... It's, what it is, is it's like, uh, I finish, you know, but I don't actually, like, feel that like release of finishing if that makes sense oh okay okay yeah i get that part that i thought you meant like you feel the feeling and don't have come okay okay got it yeah you can come and not really care about it yeah okay got it yeah okay 
No, that makes more sense. Because yeah. at first I was like, does confetti shoot out? What? <laughs> you, I didn't no, understand. That's what dust. It. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> that's that a lot more clear. That was the super personal part of the uh, podcast yeah, with Jessica. All right. Well, thank you for uh, being on. That's actually that's actually a fantastic stopping point because we do have to get our next guest on anyway. Um, is there anything you want to say or anything going on that you want to announce? Uh, any kind of plug you want to pop on there or if people need to talk, chat with you or have questions, where can they find you? They can always email me at xlcaxremedy at gmail.com. Other than that, my life is extremely boring, especially for the past two months where I've sat in my room and done nothing. I mean, it'd be like that. I mean, this is, yeah. these are the times. We're all doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of ga- yeah, a lot of video games, probably. Any games yeah. you're playing right now while, you're, while this is going on? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice. Pretending Good to choice. be a cowboy. Great game. Great Brush game. Very, very Brush it. Yep, brush the shit out of it. Makes it go faster. Now, before you leave, we do I'll, have... Wait, wait, I have an important question. How's oh, your relationship with your new horse you bought last night? Uh, it's alright. Um, it may or may not have... Uh, I may or may not have been playing earlier today and went to a city where I was wanted dead or alive and oh, started man. being chased by the... In- Tyranny of the police force, uh, and I was just like, you know what, I'll just leave. So I just started leaving, and then one of them shot and killed my horse. So I Whoa, paused the dick. game and I quit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I paused the game and just like shut it down. Like I was like, all right, shut it down, and then I started it back up oh. so that it didn't auto save or anything. Oh, so now my horse God. is back alive. Thank guys. But yeah, heroic. I was like, no, fuck you killing my goddamn $165 horse. Brush the shit out of that horse and feed it as much shit as you can. We'll be best friends in no time. Okay. Nice, nice. Alright, well, uh, we do have a little something for you that Donnie's whipped up here for our 100th episode. Yeah, we're uh, giving out awards to um, all of our guests here today. Uh, So, your award is Best Dungeon Master. So that's another thing you've done for us. Thank you for that. We appreciate your hard work. Uh, there's yeah, no actual uh, physical reward, but you know, it's, okay. it's the thought that counts. It's the title. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like Tales of Symphonia. It's a title. It's there for you. It's, yeah, it's, I can put it on my resume now. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can. We also, yeah. Anytime you're ready to do, uh, anytime you're ready to do a part two to that, we should totally do it. If you have yeah, more story three. written up, yeah. people want it. People want that that juicy story you have you have there. Uh, I'll have to figure out where the fuck we were. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we, can, sure. we can always do a reboot too if you got something cooked up. I mean, wait, are you none of you going back and listening to all the old episodes like I am? Yeah, <laughs> well, I hate yeah. to say it. Oh, man. All right, you're due for a re-listen. Came out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, well, anyway, thank you for that. We'll hopefully we'll get back into that at some point in the future here. But yeah, thanks. We appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, anytime. Bye, Jess. See ya. All right, well, that was good hearing from Jess. I'm glad yeah. she identified the, the orgasm thing because that was a very confusing. <laughs>
I did not understand. Donnie, your lifesaver on that one, because I did not understand what was going on. Oh, yeah. Our head was spinning. (laughs) Shooting dust. (laughs) All right. So we've had a lot of had a lot of fun here today. We got one more guest. Um, this guest is also very important. She's also been on a decent amount of times and also contributes to a, a general knowledge of everything. Um, close to personal friends of my two co-hosts, actually, and uh, my fiance. Uh, here comes Mary. Come on down. Hi. All right. Woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mary. That's right. You got the first second and a half of the prices right. We don't have to ask anything here, Mary. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> What's up, guys? Having 100 episodes. Thanks. Thanks. Well, you know, we just uh, we love these. Like I was like I was saying earlier in the very beginning, these are great because we we just ask questions and you guys do all the talking. So it gives us time to catch up on stuff. We just sit here and listen to you guys talk about stuff. Yeah. So what's it like being stuck in the house with Ralph? Not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay, that's good. <laughs> well, I have to work from home now, so it's like at least 45 hours out of the week. I don't have to be around him. No, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> I mean, he's been that's playing good. a lot of Digimon, more so than I think most adult people. <laughs> don't don't judge. Don't judge. Um. So for you personally... Now you know, like you know, like most people, you you know the idea. We when we heard about the virus, we got tipped off early about it, or the the close down. Our inside source. <laughs> Our inside source. When was it actually real for you? Because I know I woke you up in a frantic panic. I was like, "Get the fuck up! We're going shopping!" And you're like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like you know, I know for the at least the first week, you were like, "Okay, this motherfucker's crazy. I'm leaving him." When did you I think? Say that every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did you think it was actually legitimate, and how how has it been affecting you day to day? Okay, so when we were in Florida the week first last week of February, mm-hmm. and I was seeing all this shit pop off online, I'm like, this sounds dumb as hell. And then we got home, and I was like, oh, this is like real. <laughs> so. I yeah, know. I remember we the literally we got home from a beautiful vacation, and then lockdown immediately. Like, nothing, nothing, we literally didn't even get a chance to, like, relax. Just, like, shut down. Well, no, th- because I, I think I went back to work for a week, and then they were like, hey, we're closing down, take your computer home. I'm like, sweet, peace. Oh, damn. That happened yeah. to me, too, actually. I, I had a, my wife and I went to uh, Australia, then we we heard about the coronavirus there for the first time, and then we came back, worked for a week, and then locked down. God. How was Australia, by the way? As a yeah. Side oh, yeah, it's great. I love Australia. I would go back. I, I could live there. It's awesome. I'm, now we're gonna, go to? yeah, we're gonna have to harass you next episode about more of it. Yeah, what oh, yeah. you go to? I I just drove from uh, uh, Melbourne up to Brisbane, so like through Sydney and like a bunch of stuff in between. That's sweet. Uh, over two weeks. Yeah, it was really awesome. I recommend it. See, this is you know I know you don't like talking about yourself, but you have the most interesting things happening. And we never get to corner you about them. And I swear, for now on, I'm just going to start asking you about, like, yeah. random places you've been to. Because there's, like, a whole journey in there somewhere. Right. That could be good for ratings. I do miss those days. The biggest problem was uh, just that Australia was on fire and not, like, yeah. the whole world was sick. Those are, That was a very quaint problem back then, <laughs> you know, compared to now. We worried about such little things Simple back time. then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, All right. God. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, is any of this real? Is life a simulation? I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. But <laughs> this whole uh, coronavirus shit's crazy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, Although it doesn't change that much for me because I'm a staying at, at home motherfucker anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Staying at home. Um, I mean, really, unlike all the other guests, since you're the last one anyway. I don't have a ton of questions for you. You're just going to bullshit with us for the most part. Um, we are in the same house, and I know the biggest thing is, is thank God there are two floors, because there's been a lot of separating sometimes. I think there was almost a time when we were thinking about physically fighting each other, <laughs> and we're just like, you know what? No, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Mary, I'm blink, blink twice if you fear for your life. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I think I might be able to take him. Thank okay. you. I've been, I've been saying that every episode. I'm like, I'm the one that's scared. You guys don't even understand. I'm the one that's fucking terrified here. Because, no, like, if you, like, put together, like, mental illness and, like, Mediterranean blood and rage in your body, like, I don't know. I think I could probably... Yeah. I don't think I could mm. handle you completely. I feel like I could get some hits in. <laughs> I I don't even want to test it. Is it, it healthy that's... to, like, think how you could fight your significant other? Yes. Yes, I is. remember when we first started uh, dating, we used to play fight all the time. And we would be outside, what? like, and you'd throw my shirt over my head and start punching me. And uh, one couple looked over, like, they're, they're no, so that concerned. Was, okay, that was when Pokemon Go first came out. And I was like, oh, we yeah. should go to parks and shit for the first time ever. And we were out, like, on the riverfront, Calgary Falls, like, fake beating the shit out of each other. We would do and that these all people, the like, time. Go, Why were staring? And I was like, okay. <laughs> We're pretty trashy. I don't know. <laughs> like we we do stupid shit. Like I remember one time we had this con. We would do this thing where we would wait until the other person wasn't paying attention and elbow drop the other person as hard as possible in the chest. Yeah, and we would so do that. I like literally jumped off. We were at well, this was like seven years ago. We were at my parents' place in Florida, and I jumped off the second bed in the one room on top of him, and like it was like Shane McMahon jumping off the Titantron. Like onto him, and I think I took the breath out of his lungs for a good, like, solid couple seconds. And I was like, Blood came out of my mouth. Blood was literally coming out of my mouth. I'm like, okay, well, this is not good. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Sounds like a Florida thing to do, though. I know. When in Rome, right? (laughs) It was was getting so competitive, too, because we would, like, literally, I remember one time she was so sad and upset about something. And I was like, oh, baby, it's okay. Elbow drop. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, just, like, stupid shit. We would just do it out of nowhere. We're just fucking weirdos. Ugh. That is a Florida-ass thing to do. Like, fake fighting outside. Yeah. And wrestling elbow drops. Moves. Yeah. Wrestling moves. If you can't beat up your Jumping fiance off. in public. Yeah. I don't know. Every time we get on there, I feel like the, we see, like, weird white people shit, but we never see anything, like... Like, the one time we were there, somebody was golfing on the golf course there. They were, like, putting around an alligator like it wasn't a big deal. I was like, what the fuck? What is different? Oh, those fucking giant-ass roaches? Oh, my God. Oh, palmetto bugs. Fun story, Ralph is terrified of all bugs, and I have to kill every bug that's ever been in our house ever. (laughs) Including a cricket that got in our bathroom once, and I cried. I was like, I just killed Jiminy Cricket. He was like, just kill it! Because he can't handle bugs. I can't. You know what? If a burglar breaks in, you were just bugs. All all insects are anti Ralph. Like flies, nothing. Nothing. Spiders. Oh, I will scream. That's his biggest. (laughs) 
He if fought, a spider he saw one the other night and started beating the shit out of it with a blanket. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I thought I saw a spider." I'm like, oh, "That's worst really part is it was her. Reaction. It was her like childhood blanket from when she was a child." So she's like, "Why are you?" We don't need to talk about blanket here. <laughs> That's fine. Let's <laughs> just sleep with blanket. I don't know. Anyway, no, like we went to my aunt's house yesterday, and they keep bees. Like they make they have honey and shit. And I went back to see the bees. He's like, hell no, I'm not going back there. I'm like, okay, they're not going to sting you. First of all, your aunt, you know, I love your aunt and uncle, but they don't have a bee suit. They're just, tr- they, they're like Siegfried and Wa- Roy level of white people crazy where they're just like, oh, these bees trust me. They love me until they become fucking bees and kill you one day. You know what I mean? Like, you can't trust wild animals to just love you. It just takes one taste of human blood or flesh. And, and then they're all turned. Yeah. <laughs> Or one piece of pollen on your dick by accident, and then bam! How are the bees getting into your dick? Or is... They can sense the pollen from your choice. ass. Yeah. To be fair, they did have, like, two chickens for a while, and they're, like, their, like, little dog, like, mauled them to death. <laughs> they don't have a lot of control going on over there. Shit. Yeah, yeah they so had yeah. a lie to, like, my, like, little niece and nephew and say that, like, that, oh, they went to a farm upstate, and really, like, the dog just, like, got it and killed <laughs> the chickens i was like this is maybe it's don't dark. have wild animals i don't know i can't remember what kind of dog they had it was a little foofy foofy though i don't know how it mauled something to death but yeah that happened nice <laughs> i think ralph's peeing I, I, I think i heard a toilet flush i was gonna ask <laughs> god damn it he does that all the time he was playing switch with my cousin the other day and, like i could hear him like in the bathroom, but he was talking. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm muting myself. I'm like, oh, God. Whoa. God damn it. He's <laughs> muting himself right now. I didn't realize he would do that the one time, and I took it in until Donnie explained to me that, yeah, unless I mute it, he'll hear everything. <laughs> I've learned from having Discord and being on other Discords that if you take a laptop and you to take a piss or a shit, people will hear you and then go, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Ralph, they, or you could just be like, hey, hold on a minute. <laughs> no, that's what the mute button's for. See, if this oh, is boy. a professional setting, I just hit the mute button, you guys are talking, let the pee happen, then come back. Yeah, I like the acoustics in the bathroom. <laughs> it's a good place to record. <laughs> yeah. I, I Those was gonna bare say, high ceilings. <laughs> yeah. It's echoey as fuck. It's awesome. It's fucking vocals. <laughs> Seriously. I'll do an RB track. No. Oh yeah, it's great <laughs> for singing sounds, yeah. and podcasting. You sound the best in the shower. That's fine. That's science. That's because <laughs> you have three solid walls around you to like. It's called reverb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If T Pain got rid of auto tune and just did everything in the bathroom, he'd still be. He wouldn't have to be on the mass Singer. He'd be, you know. Well, he off. won the mass Singer, so I feel like he doesn't need to do any of that. Speaking of reality shows, Jesse McCartney. I want to talk about the fat woman who eats her couch. Wait, <laughs> did he tell you to start watching Freak Eater? No. Dave is really sensitive about people eating couches. <laughs> She's like, I've eaten three couches in my life. I'm like, what the fuck? Three. So, so I've learned two things about Dave and Donnie in, my, in the whole time I've befriended them and that. Dave is sensitive about women eating couches, and Donnie doesn't want to seem like a pedophile, so he doesn't like anything with kids programming. No, I don't. I don't not watch any get, of that. 
No, he's trying to get everyone to watch that Kid Nation show. I'm like, I didn't watch that when I was on in like 2000. I'm not watching. I didn't it even know it was a thing, and it's so terrible. It's just getting worse and worse. Like they're doing such a bad job. Well, it was like when it was like the Wild West of reality TV. You could put your kids on a deserted island, island, and like let it, them cosplay Lord of the Flies. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. Every episode. It's just more and more depressing than the last episode. And then the winner of each week is to call the parents for 15 minutes. I'm like, that's great. Wow. <laughs> Why are you watching this? Because it's a nightmare. It's a train wreck. I love train wreck television. I wish there was more of it. I, mean, I, th- I feel like there's plenty. Yeah. There's lots oh, of there's not. There's not enough like this. Like, this is real. Lawsuits have been... Ha- you know, you'll never get... They had to bury the show. You can't buy seasons of this. You can only find it on YouTube. Because oh. it was such a bad idea. Like, it's it's like uh, Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown. Yeah. That you can't find anywhere, but they were on crack the whole time. whole time. <laughs> Fucking train wreck. And it was fantastic. Simpler times for network television. Yeah, wow. back like on Flavor of Love when that chick shit on the stairs. That was great. <laughs> See, we'll never get moments like that again. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's so stupid. The, you watched like Tiger King was the most exciting thing I've watched this year, and that was yeah, just yep, because that's, it was ridiculous. That's train wreck television right there, Tiger Kings. That it was fantastic. Is. Yeah, that really hit at the right time, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like we're all craving drama and like everybody's inside. Yeah, everyone's at home right Also, this is the longest episode I think we've done. Right? Oh yeah, sure. I well, figured I it would like... be about this long. Okay. Do you yeah, have like four people on? Five. Yeah, five. God damn! I was actually able to competently, seemingly get them on one after the other without any like real, real space in between. I was really worried about that. I was like, damn, these people are going to take 20 minutes apiece. No, they, they it was smooth. It was a smooth process. It did go very smoothly. I'm, I'm yeah. very happy with that. I That was not easy. It was a lot of yelling at people at first, especially like yeah. Jess. I'm like, Jess, pay attention. <laughs> like, just like yell. Jess was out there today. What? I feel like, she, yeah, she was spaced out a little. That was a weird I interview. I mean, I heard, her, I heard you asking about her dick, so I don't know. Like, I probably would not want to know. <laughs> Like, so tell us about your di- Mary. Tell That's us about like your dick. I was like, I'm watching Jenny Jones up here. What the fuck? Well, she's she's just like, can I get personal? I'm like, well, we're never gonna not say you can't. Like, you get pers- as personal as you want. I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spill the tea. We, we we need tea here at Dress Up Life. So. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be something crazy. I thought she was gonna be like, I'm in love with an ostrich. His name is Paul. I was like, oh shit, bring That'd it. Be cool. Yeah, that's, we need that going on. She's eating couch cushions. I'm good. <laughs> Did you find out about this phenomenon? Yeah. Last week we talked about it for a long time. You should listen to that episode. Oh, that's it's great. A, I love that. That's one. not even the grossest one, I think. I know. So, I, that's why it's so surprising that Dave is so offended by it. The, the it's the funniest lady, thing. That's, that's the disgusting. One I, that's yeah, gross. That, no, yeah. that one, I'm equally as disgusted by that one. That doesn't make sense at all. That's repulsive. I mean, that's pretty nasty, but... No, the couch thing, though. Come on. That's funny. It doesn't get any funnier than that. I don't know. There was somebody who drank her own piss. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, That's gross. That was fine. That was fine. (laughs) If you like what I like, that's fine. (laughs) 
Why do you, why do you like couches? There the I have an acquired taste, you know, when it comes to <laughs> what you can eat or drink. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to word this without sounding too creepy. Not couches, though. Yeah, Any that's couches. where I draw the line, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to trying to say this as uh, politely as I can without revealing too much about myself. I've been eating my couch this whole time, Dave. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you trust me. I want to get fat as fuck. <laughs> and not be able to get off this couch. How did that bitch like ever take a shit? Like, at what point did your colon is that just completely obstructed by couch? It's, it's, no, it's like oh, when I... you have a pet and they eat the insides of a stuffed animal, and you have to like pull out like a a ball full of like fucking stuffing. It's gross. I imagine. Pet. I imagine her. I imagine her turds are no. like set up to where you can have like a futon over time. Like it's just like. Or some kind of beanbag. Like, it's just, like, soft and durable. I don't even know. See, I hope I she has a tiny toilet. <laughs> but the guy who was, like, eating nothing but cheeseburgers and maple syrup, like, that was the show I could get on I, board. That's what I told about. The maple syrup guy was my favorite one. He got so angry. He's like, what if I, like, put maple syrup on everything? I'm like, I don't know, bro. There's a lot of sugar in there. You're probably gonna, like, die. <laughs> He's just in it on everything. On he bread, just has on, autism like, about syrup, yeah. Well, it's weird because he would work out constantly, so he was kind of in shape. Like he would put maple syrup on everything, and he was like, "He's like, I'm not running as fast as I used to. Like, it's all the goddamn maple syrup, you fucking idiot." Or the guy who ate like 50 cheeseburgers in a like a day or something. I don't know what the deal was. He only ate cheeseburgers, or somebody like those kinds of shits are funny because it's like, what the fuck? It's just so, autism. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean a little bit. Like, I mean, I have that thing where I just get, I just want to do one thing forever. But like, yeah. when only you... eat chicken nuggets every day. Yeah, <laughs> like this is delicious. Yeah, but I don't know for like I mean, five wait, years. Technically speaking, could I be on this show since I only drink Diet Mountain Dew yes. every single day? But am I not... one of these disgusting monsters? Yeah, you have autism. <laughs> I'm just learning this about myself. Oh shit! No, <laughs> I've become what I hate. You just been diagnosed. You're a freaky eater, Dave. Oh, <laughs> Dr. Oh. Dr. Lewandowski. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, do you ever drink water? Yeah, I drink oh, water, water and alcohol. Okay. But I mean, I don't ever go a single day without drinking Diamond Dew as well. I mean, there's water in it. Yeah, so that's, that's fine. It's water. And it's not pissed, so I feel like that's not too weird. Well, I mean, I'm, I, I didn't reveal whether or not I go a day oh, or pissed. Pissed. Oh, damn. Yeah. I wonder if they're still making that show. I probably Let's hope. Well, not Corona times. Are going to Zoom call in about like their weird eating <laughs> Zoom call from the couch. <laughs> she makes Take our bites of it. Grab a snack. Yeah. Oh, there's something in general chat, by the way. Oh, what's that? What? Watch stream? Oh. I see. What is that? Oh, it's just her eating this, eating this up bed. You guys entertain Wait, she, Dave, somebody's eating a mattress? Dave, look at it. All right, Mary. Yeah, we have an award for you. Oh, <gasps> really? Yeah, your your award for our show is uh, least distance traveled. Thanks Yay! for your thanks for your service. Congratulations! I really this. <laughs> yeah, I know that one it was, was highly coveted. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about the people she knows. She has a guy on the inside for the podcast is what it is. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, Mary earned that on her own. Don't don't take credit for her award. I know. You got Harvey That's Weinstein fun. by Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how bad do you want to be on this no-name podcast? And I put my right. right leg on the table, lift it up a little. <laughs> God. Ralph, what the hell? <laughs> Yay, I'm super amped. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on. No problem. Appreciate it. Well, I guess that pretty much wraps it up, unless you guys... Mary, you could stay on for the ending here. Um, Is there anything else we want to cover? I think we're good. We've got some solid television here. Solid or Or podcasting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, that wraps up for some Dress Up Black Tongues. I'm Ralph. Dave. And I'm Donnie. Follow us on the internet at Donnie... Er, fuck. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. Follow us on the internet at giraffes hbt pod find us on patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues and uh thank you to uh well first of all thank you to daniel burbank for our no, uh, old music and thank you to dj von mir for our new music so happy uh, 100 I episodes see what you're doing okay. yeah there you yep. go we're recapping it 100 episode 100 episode yeah yeah i think that's it then Peace to the God. That's the other one. They'll all be Kirkman down below. Yeah, yeah. Just, just look at the description. We've been doing it for a hundred episodes. <laughs> you know the drill by goddamn now. Yeah. Why do I even say this every time? <laughs> well, all right. Well, so, yeah. join us next week for comic books. That's in the description. And uh, see you guys next week. Yeah. Peace Bye. out. That was fantastic. Good job, everybody. Went well.